Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Standing up for the little guy for the greater good. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. The uh, situation in the UK points out is the fear that politicians have of dealing with an issue and dealing with an issue appropriately, responsibly, and honestly. When a government representative in the House of Lords, so the equivalency of our Senate, doesn't have the courage or the conviction to say no, your religious beliefs, if you profess them openly, are not going to get you charged with a hate crime. Even if somebody complains. Because otherwise you will find people who attend a church, a mosque, a synagogue, a temple, they could be arrested This would not be a huge leap for entering the building for a service. The person who's delivering the service, be it an imam, be it a priest, a minister, a rabbi, could be arrested for hate speech for delivering a sermon. That's what happened to two Spanish priests. So when the issue isn't dealt with, what it creates is the opportunity for the kinds of things that we've talked about on other programs. What it does, it's going to create a situation where someone's going to complain of a hate crime simply because the government didn't say no. I mean, this is the country of the Magna Carta. This is the uh, country of the Magna Carta, the UK. William in Toronto. Uh, Roy, this is an incredible case. I'm a um, Christian Orthodox, big C conservative. I sent an email with Bible scripture references to a detective uh, at the police station here, and I got charged. Uh, and I was put in prison for 60 days. Um, uh, the officer said he feared for his life, and uh, I was charged. What with did you do? What did you send him? A reference to Bible scriptures, an email reference. Was it? To a, Bible could it be? In, could it have been interpreted, William, as a threat? Uh, well, if you don't know Bible scriptures and you're not Christian, perhaps. Did you intend it to be a threat? No, I. Uh, I did not. I just thought I'd take a different approach because mm-hmm. my, my previous email uh, I, I was not getting anywhere with. Um, so what did they and, convict uh, you of? What was the crime you were convicted of? Harassment and uttering death threats. The officer feared for his life because I sent him Bible's reference of Bible scriptures. I have a clean record for 62 years, Roy. No yeah. uh, 
uh, criminal activity, and no danger to the public, no violence, no nothing. They just uh, didn't take that into consideration. So you sent them Bible references, which the officer considered to be threats to him, and it went to court. Was there any, uh, what did the judge say to you about about the Bible, about sending Bible verses? Anything? No one wants to hear about the Bible in courts. They just don't want to no, hear about it. No, but you're charged. I mean, you're charged. I was charged, but the judge does not want to hear about it. Uh, from a psychiatric point of view, uh, if you if you make references to the Bible, uh, you're considered having a psychiatric problem. Uh, I have a precedent case on that. I don't have it with me. I forget the, the but name. But you were, you were in prison for 60 days. Yeah, 60 days, and the only reason... Uh, I, I had to wait for my trial there, mm-hmm. although uh, there was no danger for the public. I had to wait for the trial, and I told the lawyer uh, uh, I was gonna, wanted to get out. Okay. On, uh, okay, but you maintain, you insist, there was no threat implied to, to, to the officer, no threat directed no, his way. Uh, you were sent him no be- Bible passages because you hadn't heard back to uh, from previous yeah. emails. For, and did you have, for, you had an issue with this officer? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's an ongoing thing. I asked him if I was under surveillance mm-hmm. because someone filed a complaint against me, which is frivolous, and uh, in the building I live in, and that's why all I wanted to find out. Yeah, so, you know, uh, I t- I'll tell yeah. you that it wasn't not so long ago. It wouldn't be all that unusual for somebody to send you uh, correspondence with a with a biblical passage in it. It doesn't happen anymore. Well, I haven't seen him for a long time. But yeah, but it wouldn't be it wasn't wasn't so unusual. William, thank you for the call. Mike is uh, in Uxbridge, Ontario. Hello, Mike. Hello, Mr. Green. How are you today? Good, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Kudos and glory to the politicians in England, and to the previous callers, a police officer, because they know the truth. Religions are anachronistic and anathema to the logic in our 21st century Enlightenment, because they preach hate. They're filled with violent hate. I was a religious fanatic. I started reading. I was a religious fanatic Christian. I started reading the Bible, and then I renounced all my religion based on the hate. And the general. Do you think? Do you think, Mike? 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 Whoa! Stop! Do you yes. think? Do you think that somebody, if somebody came to you and said, "Somebody you don't know," let's go with somebody you don't know, but you're engaged in conversation with them about I don't know the weather or the how you like your coffee, whatever you're having a conversation, and somehow. Into the conversation creeps the issue of religion, and that person says to you, just by way of conversation, somehow they con- they, they they confer to you that they are Christians and are strong strongly believing Christians. Would you consider them to be eligible of committing a hate crime by saying that absolutely, to you? Absolutely, absolutely. You know why? It's reading the scriptures. If you read the scriptures, especially uh, Exodus twenty-one, it's absolutely insane. How God? Hold on. So you would no, 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 no. Don't don't, don't this to do this, Mike. Mike, don't do this to me. You would consider that person to have committed a hate crime, Uh, possibly. Okay. Possibly. Okay. But the thing is this: we have to renounce religion in our secular modern world because it's based on hate. It's based on. Okay. Okay, Mike. All right. Thank you. Um, There is a division of church and state. Clearly. Well, people take their religious beliefs very, very seriously. Religions, well, anyway, Mike has his feeling they're based on hate. Lee is in London, Ontario. How are you, Lee? Good, how are you? Good, sir. Please go ahead. So, 
first of all, uh, we have uh, freedom of speech. Uh, we have a freedom to uh, practice any belief or religion and express our opinions. Yes, we do. So definitely should not be considered a hate crime. And a uh, bit funny thing, uh, uh, I don't know about the UK, but I'm pretty sure uh, their laws are pretty on par with Canadian law, and uh, they kind of were founded on the Christian faith. Well, their and, rights, uh, their rights, our rights are predicated on their rights. They, they, they're the ones who are the architects of the Magna Carta. That, that's what I thought, right? And, like, there's Bibles and Korans and all types of religious books in the Superior Court of Canada here that we swear on. And when, mm-hmm. when we raise our right hand... I was just in traffic court. Hey, 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 Lee, I was just in traffic court. It was a miserable experience because my case got up with only 23 minutes to go and they said, come back in a few weeks. Anyhow, when there were people up there who were could not speak English or French, but specifically English, they brought translators with them and the translators had to pick up a Bible and swear on the Bible that they would translate honestly to the best of their abilities. So, therefore, they're committing a hate crime, according to the caller before me. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so, right? Like, we have I guess. rights anymore. Like, we cannot express our opinions. We cannot believe. We do not have the choice to believe what we want to believe in. Cause, uh, See, this is what happens. Hey, hey, Lee, this is what happens when a politician... In this case, the member of the House of Lords is asked by the other Lord, Lord Pearson, whether or not uh, professing Christianity could be a hate crime. And the other person comes back and says, bubbly, 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 boo, and doesn't provide an answer. What then people start to do is you take the situation and you start to, you, you, you start to mold it to your own concerns. And then it becomes a bigger issue than it probably ever should have been. That's a, yes, and th- this is ridiculous because for some reason people are are just, it's like a religious phobia now. It's not only an Islamophobia anymore because yet whether you're Muslim, Christian, it doesn't matter. But like you mentioned earlier, for some reason, no one mentions the Jews, though. You know what I mean? Jews are free to do whatever they want, whenever they want. And, and like, well, except you know? for except for Jews, or thank you for the call, except for the members of the Jewish religion and the Jewish community in Canada are in the index of hate crimes, they're the ones who are most often victims of hate crime in Canada. When we come back, we're going to speak with Major Mark Campbell, PPCLI. He lost both of his legs to an IED attack in Afghanistan. Major Campbell is also uh, a member of the Equitas lawsuit against the federal government, arguing that Ottawa has a social contract with members of the armed forces, as established by Sir Robert Borden in 1917, prior to the Battle of Vimy Ridge. And first Mr. Harper and now Mr. Trudeau say that's not the case. But Justin Trudeau, speaking to Bill Kelly from 900 CHML in Hamilton, went on to say that his government's doing really well by veterans. So Major Campbell's going to listen to that. Again, I've already played it for him off the air. And then he's going to share his thoughts on what the Prime Minister had to say. Don't go away.